All right. Today, I want to focus a little bit on income qualification and a little bit more information about income. Last week, we talked about um, my, uh, I guess, desire, my hope, my goal to totally freak you out with identity theft. And I hope you actually listen to that. Or if this is the first time you're catching this podcast, go back and listen to the one from this like last week, because it was totally on identity theft and freaked me completely out. Anyway, side note, um, I wanted to spend just a little bit of time today talking about the difference between gross income and net income. There's a little bit of confusion on that. So I'm just going to take just a quick second. The gross income that you have is the income that you make before any deductions come out. So it's the income that you have before your taxes come out, any health insurance, any 401ks, anything that you um, donate into like HSA, those kind of things. That is gross income. So it's the amount of money that you actually make before Uncle Sam and 401ks and all that jazz come out. And um, and then the net income is after all those deductions come out. The the gross income, let's just say, is $1,000 and you've got about $200 worth of deductions that are coming out of that. So your gross is $1,000, your net is 800 What's interesting when you qualify for loans is in most cases, you qualify off of your gross income and it, it gets a little bit confusing for people uh, why we qualify off of a gross income when we don't live off of that income. And I'll tell you, one of the biggest critical pieces of our jobs in the mortgage world is pay attention to those debt to income ratios because you are qualifying people off of a gross income and they don't live off that money. So as a loan officer, it is our job to ask the question of, okay, this is what I can qualify you off of because this is what your gross wages say you can afford, but you don't live off gross income. You live off net income. So where do you feel comfortable? Hey, I can give you a $2,000 mortgage payment, but maybe in your budget, it, it doesn't feel good at 2000. You want to be 1500. And uh, so there is a big difference between how much income you make off gross and how much income you make off net. And it's, it's a beneficial thing on our side to go off of gross. And I've always wondered why we do it. But if you look at the big picture of it, it's, there's a lot of deductions that go into your benefit. So let's take health insurance and 401ks. So we would penalize you if we didn't go off a gross income if we didn't add back in those 401ks or those health benefits, because, okay, say I make a thousand dollars a month and a hundred dollars of that goes towards a 401k because you've just chosen to put that kind of money into your benefit. Well, that money's gone, but it's not gone from you. It's not your federal and state taxes that in a way are gone. We don't know if they're going to come back to us based off of tax law, but your, your 401k and your health benefits, they come back to you in a roundabout way. So sure. Your 401k is something that you're going to be able to retire on. Maybe if you needed to, you could borrow against it in the case of an emergency, but, um, you don't, you don't lose that money. It's not gone. It's also not gone on your health insurance. So your health insurance benefits are going into this pool of uh, money there for you to be able to pull from with your major medical such, you know, depending on, I guess, if you go major medical or whatever you do, I don't know, I'm not getting into health insurance. That's a whole nother tangent. We don't need Deborah on, but you're getting something from it. 
is really what it comes down to is you're going to pay this premium into this insurance benefit. I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to get my service. And then you're going to have that benefit actually come back into your pocket in a roundabout way because you're using that insurance to pay for whatever medical treatments or, or whatever those things are. So it's money gone, but it's not money completely gone. So it does make sense as to why we go off of the gross wage. The hard part that I deal with is sometimes people get in over their heads and yes, I can qualify you off of a gross wage and that's fantastic. That's awesome. We are grateful that we have the ability to do that, but you have to look at your budget and realize, all right, if they put me in a $2,000 mortgage payment, am I eating beans and rice for the rest of my life? Or am I going to be able to afford to go buy a steak here and there? And, um, so we, we have to look at those gross and net wages, just significantly different, just the big spread between them. But we have to look at the net when it comes to your budget. We have to look at the gross when it comes for qualification. Now it's interesting on the gross wages. Um, I want to go down this just a little bit. There's some things that can go into gross wages that, um, are confusing for people. There's some fields that have per diem and that is technically income going to you to help offset costs of travel, costs of lodging, costs of food while you're out of the normal area of being able to come home and companies will actually pay per diem, which is, Hey, here's 50 bucks a day to go towards your car, to go towards your meals, to go towards your lodging. That income is there on your pay stubs as income but it's not income that we can use to qualify off of. And, uh, that has definitely been a misunderstanding to people as, uh, can I qualify with my per diem income? And you technically can't. This is why we don't put your household expenses in your debt to income ratio. So when I look at your overall debts, I don't look at what your cell phone bill is. I don't look at what your grocery bill is. I don't look at what your car insurance is. I don't look at what your oil changes are costing per month. I don't look at your fuel costs. I don't look at any of that. And so when you talk about per diem being used to qualify, well, that per diem number is there to offset I guess, costs slash debt per se, that we don't even count into the debt ratio. So why would we give you that income to help qualify? And uh, I mean, if we had the situation where we had to prove how much do you pay in groceries? How much do you pay in car insurance? How much do you pay all that? Then sure, the guideline would change for per diem. But oh boy, I don't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want anything to do with having to verify what people use for grocery bills and car insurance and all that. So it's good that we don't have to worry about that. But that's why you wouldn't have a per diem be able to calculate into your income qualification, even though it is sitting in your gross wages. Now, what I would say is if you have the ability to invest in HSAs, your health savings accounts, if you have the ability to invest into a 401k, do it because it obviously talking to your accountant and all that is, is super critical. But if you have the financial ability to invest in some of those things that are non-taxed, it's so benefit, like it's so beneficial to take advantage of those while you can. And, uh, anyway, so this one's going to be kind of a short and sweet message here for us today. Just wanted to take some time and explain the difference between gross and net income and, uh, the importance of making sure that you're looking at your budget with your net income, not your gross income, but there is a little bit of confusion. Um, this is how I, back in the day when I first started is, uh, 
how do you remember? You know, when we're in high school or even college, whatever, you try to compare things that will help you remember things for exams. And so when I was first starting the green, 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 had no idea anything about life, uh, how I would remember the difference between gross and net was, um, it was gross how much I had to send to the IRS. And so I, uh, that's how I remembered it is I don't really get to keep all that money. It's really gross when you look at that. So, you know, the word gross, yuck, bleh. I don't really know what the definition of that is in the Webster's dictionary, but anyways, so there's a little bit of a difference between gross and net. I task you with looking at your pay stubs to see how much comes out of your paycheck every time. See if there's any adjustments that can be made for you to be able to have a little bit more money into your pocket, or maybe you like having more money come out in your taxes. So you've got a big tax refund. That's definitely a personal decision, but the difference between gross and net, how much money comes out in deductions. I qualify off gross when we come into the mortgage world and uh, you live off net. So we got to meet in the middle and come up with a good, happy plan so that we don't throw you into a house poor situation. So anyways, with that being said, uh, gross and net income, super, super exciting information today, but, uh, let's go out and be adults and not be afraid. Mm-hmm.